feel like I'm the worst person to have on this podcast. <laughs> no, I, no. I really don't like running that much. Oh, no, this is the perspective we want. Yeah, I mean, I was driving home one day and I was seeing this like really good runner and they were like running really fast and I was like, man, I'm so glad I'm not running right now. <laughs> And I had that thought, and then I it made me happy. <laughs> so I'm so sorry if I'm ruining the the runningness of this podcast. Welcome to the Happy Feet Podcast. I'm Dave McMillan, and co-hosting this week is Greg Tink. Thank you, Dave, for having me, um, and thank you, Cam, for letting me warm up your seat this week. <laughs> and this week's guests are Alice and Grace Twa. Hello. Hello. Welcome. So kind of excited to do this one. Uh, there's lots we can talk about. Uh, one event in particular that's really interested to hear your thoughts on. But the first question we start off with and ask everyone is when was your last run? Okay, I'll set the bar low here. Um, I haven't actually run since June 25th, the 6-12, <laughs> 24-hour race. <laughs> I haven't ran since, so. But you ran quite a bit that day to kind of make up for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I've been busy with other things, but. Oh, fair enough. We'll, we'll dive into that in a little bit, but. Sure. How about you, Alice? Uh, I actually ran, uh, ran, walked this morning for the Rainbow Run uh, that happens every year, part of the, of the six event race series, so. I got wearing my medal from that one. <laughs> Very nice. You're wearing two medals. Yes. Yeah. Well, I um, belatedly got my uh, three event prize or from the also that same series. <laughs> nice. And how was it? How was that event this morning? It was really nice. There was lots of people out there. It was a pretty good atmosphere. I think those runs are always one of the best ones to do out of the whole series. The whole community comes out and supports that. So it's pretty popular. On yeah. Event. Mm-hmm. Do you have uh, do you have any hot takes on it, Greg? Oh, the run itself today, or yeah, no, it was an excellent crowd, a very diverse crowd. It's definitely one of the crown jewels in the fun run series. Let's go way back, way way. Back. How far back, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> Let's flip flip the calendar. When when did you first get into running, or do you recall when you've done your first run, or uh, either of you? Have... Do you remember your first race or? Well, my first like running experience is like grade six, track and field, Mr. Vickers, uh, yeah. the cross country. Yeah. Actually, uh, I hated it. It was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I still did it like every year. And then we did track and field and I decided long distance is not for me. I want to run the least amount as possible. So I did the 100 meter and found out I was really bad at sprinting, yet continually signed up for the 100 meter. Um, and then I stopped running. And then each trip we go on, we run. So that kind of got me back into it. Mm-hmm. But the familial run tax. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's what, uh, that's what Cam calls it, the run tax. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he said the bar, the first one was Disney. And while that was only a 10K, he was, our dad was like, um, you could only like, the run tax was supposed to be like 5K. 
but then it all of a sudden turned into 10k. Oh, taxes go so, up. So yeah, time. inflation. Yeah. Inflation is <laughs> inflation is affecting everything really because uh, <laughs> our, our run tax will soon be a marathon, and that will <laughs> that will be hard to complete. <laughs> I will stay home. For this. <laughs> yeah. Well, that that does sound a little bit exciting. Now you get to go to Disney and. Uh, it sounds like a small price to pay to go run a race there. What was what was that race like? Or what? it was a it was an interesting experience. I think um, we weren't expecting because it was Florida. We weren't expecting Florida to be cold, but at three in the morning when it's dark, it's always cold. So um, it would. There was a point where I think you Grace was like super cold. Um, and we were both like really shivering and we yeah, had to stand in front of the start line and at, at three o'clock in the morning at, cause we didn't prepare. Like we had worn whatever you would wear in the middle of the day at Florida for a run. Um, and it was getting to the point where we were like, there was like, there was no way we were going to be able to wait for everybody to go while we were trying to start. Cause we were way at the back and it was thanks to some, some woman who was also part of the run who gave us a space blanket and we were able to like warm up while we were waiting around the start line and she had done the run last year I believe it was and was in the same boat where she couldn't she was too cold and forgot a space blanket so she was like I'm gonna pay it forward next year and give that to someone else and yeah so nice. so what you're saying is Mickey Mouse ears do not have a high thermal value <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately no yeah. <laughs> But yeah, but overall that was, uh, yeah, we were running from the balloon ladies the whole time, but it was okay. a fun, it was a fun run overall. Yeah. Were they scary or how, what was up with the balloon ladies? <laughs> They're like the, the pacing people. So like if they pass you at a certain check mark, then like, then you're out. out. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. So non-threatening, but they carry a lot of power. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. And you also ran in Hawaii, is that correct? That was in me. That okay. Was, uh, oh, yeah, I did that. That was like 2018, 2019, around there. That was pretty fun. How you, far was that distance? I did a 10K. Uh, there was only a couple people in my age category, but I won it, which is pretty exciting. Congratulations. Yeah. Is there a medal or a trophy with that? I did get a little, like, little circular plaque sort of thing, which is very cute. She made the news, one of the many appearances of the twas in the newspaper. <laughs> forgot about that. But yeah, I was in the newspaper for it as well. Very nice. What, uh, what was that course like? Was that the same thing where you had to start like, super early? Yeah, but I think it's always warm in Maui. Like, there's no real cold time. Okay, so. No space blankets this time. Yeah, no space blankets. Uh, I don't know. I don't really remember the run. I just remember running fast so I could get it over with, which is many of my experiences in running. But I did it in like just over an hour, so oh, it was pretty good. Good job. Yeah. Are there any um, destinations you'd love to go run that, like a sort of a, a dream run in some far off locale? They keep talking about the Vegas one. A lot and I mean like I'm not like huge into the Vegas scene but like it's been a, just a thing in our family that when we turn 21 we'll go to Vegas with their parents and it, it I think about it and I'm like oh I don't want to do that but like um 
like the more like I kind of think about it and the more that like I mull it over it it's it having a run as part of a trip adds a purpose to the trip and it gives something in the middle where if you go for a week or a week and a half by the end of the week and a half you're usually like I'm done with this but if you have a run in the middle there's something to look forward to and then something to celebrate afterwards so it's a nice kind of break in the middle Nice little milestone to look forward to mm-hmm. during vacation or whatever. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, I'll tell you from experience, the, the the Vegas one, it's it really is its own experience. So yeah, it, yeah. Uh, there's it's there's quite a few people there. It's uh, part of the the rock and roll series. So there's bands all the way through the marathon, half marathon course. So it's mm-hmm. it is something quite. Uh, it's worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Did you wear an Elvis um, sort of suit during that run, Dave? I did not. <laughs> Next time. It's yeah. a. There were a few Elvises though. Nice. I don't yeah. know which one was the real one, but yeah. there were several out there. Elvis was known to be a good runner, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Might have been. We'll, we'll fact check that later. Maybe young Elvis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not so much in the. And, and Grace, you're off to Norway soon, I believe. Will you be doing any running during your um, excursion? Uh, possibly. It's quite hilly there, so I have to get lots of hill training in. I'll do a few runs, maybe the virtual 5K series, get my six medal or my six event prize. One thing I was looking to uh, chat about was the, the ultra run. And... You, you've both done it. Grace, mm-hmm. you've done it in June. Alice, you ran it the previous year. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you get talked into that? Or what made you want to do it? Or I think for me, it's like a, a lot of the things we do as a family where it's just like it's talked about enough around the house that you're like, man, I'll do it too. Like it's a family thing, basically. The both years, both of the like everyone in our family was pretty involved in it whether it was like the first year it was dad and I running it and having a really heavy role and then Grace and mom supporting and um this year it was Grace really running it and dad more on the organizing role and mom and mom and I supporting it so it was more of just a like all my decisions a random one day yeah I'll do that that's a smart (laughs) decision and then come June 14th or the week before you're like oh no, I was kind of an idiot for saying yes to this. <laughs> uh, you both would have entered the, the six-hour category. How how intimidating is it? Or is it an intimidating thing of running for six hours straight? A little intimidating, but I think if you split it up in your mind, you're like, like set goals along the way, it's a little less intimidating. Yeah. And I think we both went into it with like completely different plans and like visualizations of that six hours. So Grace went into it with like a goal of like a distance goal of I want to run this far or try to get this far. And I went into it more of like a time goal of where I want to run the full six hours. Like I don't want to be able to like to keep running the whole time. So it was it was a different approach for the both of us to kind of tackle that. You both trained uh, quite a bit going into that, or was it a spur of the moment, just uh, winging it going in? I had uh, I agreed to it like February. Was this a tax? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Was Maybe your, an underlying tax. University tuition applied to this in any way? Yeah, some sort like that. But I agreed to it in February, and I got a running coach. So I did 
quite a bit of training, as much as you could do in the five months leading up to it. Yeah, I know. I I did not. I it got to like June, and I I mean I'm not like a terrible runner, but um, leading up to before June, I wasn't doing a lot of runs, and then come June, I was like, oh, I'm gonna run every day in June because that's a smart idea. I don't know. Um, and so like I was doing like hour runs every day in June for the most part. Um, and then my dad was like, maybe you should try running for more than an hour. So I did, I think like two runs, maybe three where I was like, I'll go for two hours or the last one I tried to do three hours. Um, but that was the extent of, uh, extent of what I did. Nice. Did you do that during the, and others leading up to the last years, there's a few weekends where there's multiple people at the track for three, even six hours. Yeah. Yeah. That was part of that. And it was going, cause dad had to run certain distances and certain times as well. So we had, I just was like, I'll go for three hours while you're running. And then I'm going to leave. How did it feel at the end? Did you get like a, was it a sense of accomplishment from it? Or did, uh, did you feel like you hit your goal or is it something and is it something you'll try again or is it something you're uh that's checked off the list never again at the There's end a lot of, of questions there. yeah <laughs> at the end of mine i was kind of done like when you do those races um and i find that like myself after like a big strenuous activity i'm kind of annoying because i'll like be have used all of my energy into doing that thing that i don't have a lot of energy to be happy afterwards but um i did 30k at the end of mine and afterwards I was proud of myself like realizing that was the farthest I'd ever run by like double I think leading up to that I think the farthest beforehand was like 12 so like almost doubling that yeah and um knowing that that last hour was a real struggle because I'd been dealing with a hip issue so I basically was like how many laps do I need to get to hit that 30k um because seeing it was it was so close um so afterwards, I was pretty well like, I'm done with this, and I want to just go home and eat food and have a nap. Um, and I, I then feeling it like the day later, I'm like, okay, no, I'm proud of myself. And I wanted to do it this year, but then another health issue stopped me from being able to participate in it again. Um, but I, I would do it again. Yeah. So after my ultra, I had a, a beer and a hamburger. And of course, <laughs> um, I'm assuming that you didn't have a post-race beer but um what was your meal of choice and celebration after your ultras pretty sure it was mcdonald's for me <laughs> choice. i think it was the same like, yeah mcnuggets some fries solid choice <laughs> can't go wrong we don't get mcdonald's often so it was it's a nice celebratory food <laughs> do, you, do you think you'll do one ever again or Possibly. Uh, not this coming year, because I'll probably be in Norway still. Um, but I don't know. My experience was pretty good. Uh, I was pretty proud of myself with what I did. And I did 35 kilometers. And the last two hours were extremely tough because I walked the last two hours, which is good to keep moving, but definitely not my goal of what I wanted to do. Um, but I was planning on completing a marathon and then I had to go to a couple of my friends who were graduating from Sir John and I wanted to at least be able to stand <laughs> for somewhat of it. So I tapped out at the six hours and 
Yeah. It's always the interesting of psychology of distances because we're saying I relaxed at 35 kilometers. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. You know, seven kilometers isn't that far off. So, yeah. and I think in our minds, like when we say 35 and like around this table, we're like, oh, it's 35. But like you'll say that to someone and they're like, oh my God, <laughs> you ran 35 kilometers. Like you just did that. And it's like, I can barely run 5K. Like, even in normal conversation, being like, yeah, I went for, like, I ran a 5K over the weekend. Like, a lot of people will be like, that is so impressive. But, like, when we talk about these distances, we're like, oh, it's just 30 kilometers. Oh, it's 35. Like, whatever. Like, yeah. yeah. So, amongst your peers, is running common amongst um, your friends? Or are you sort of the unique individuals in the community who run or is, is running quite popular amongst the younger crowd? It's uh, on and off. My friends and Yelena didn't really run, um, but I've like found some people in university. I haven't ran with them, but I'll see them when I was running at university at the, the gym and the treadmill that they like wander in and also do something. And like we hadn't, it's not as much of a social aspect as it is like here with the Java runners or your, the weekday running society. Um, I think like if you wanted it to be social, you'll see like the pack of the really fit young skinny boys, like with the like the professional water packs, like you'll see them running around and then they do it in a socialish way, but like you have to be like super, super much of a runner to like participate in that kind of crowd. Do you have a preference uh running with a group or running solo? I extremely prefer running by myself. I think I during my training I ran once with someone. And that, I mean, I was also sick at the same time, but it was like the hardest run ever trying to keep a conversation and like, like I didn't really know them that well either. So like, like still like small talking and like, yeah, it was really tough. Um, so I definitely prefer running on my own, less stressful, less stakes. You just kind of zone out, listen to your own music. So do you prefer a, a good running playlist, a good podcast or just sort of um just run to the natural ambience of yellow knife i was i would i did something really weird where i was training to running to music and it was more like upbeat like the the dance edm music um and then on the day of the 6 12 24 hours i was like nope no music podcast and i mm. like switched all of a sudden and it wasn't part of my training whatsoever but i usually like just like to generally run to EDM music. And I don't know why it was a switch all of a sudden. Was it the podcast. Happy Feet podcast by chance? <laughs> no, it was not a Happy Feet podcast. It was a podcast that was about a half an hour long. So I knew I had to only listen to seven of them to basically hit the six hours. <laughs> and how about yourself, Grace? Um, I like to listen to music that like, I don't even know how to explain the type of music that just like sends you like, into this like i'm not sure if many people will get this but like a main character vibe where like you just like i don't know like, like i don't listen to soundtrack up, type yeah sort of stuff i don't listen to like upbeat music i find i get really annoyed at them while running i don't know why but the nice like calming like movie <laughs> music i don't know you just kind of like space out and you're like yes I can do this. Nice. Look at me go. I like that sort of music. I've heard is uh, Gregorian chants. 
And see, to, I could totally yeah. see that. Yeah, it's all about um, runs with Greg. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So, yeah, it's wearing those big um, sort of friar costumes that slow us down, though, right, Dave? Yeah, yeah, but it's worth it. Has running become part of your life? Is it something you're going to continuously have, or is it something you can walk away from and be okay with that? Or is it, do you, do you wake up every week and I'm like, oh, I gotta go for a run this week? I feel like I'm the worst person to have on this podcast. <laughs> no, I, no. I really don't like running that much. No, this is the perspective we want. Yeah, I mean, I was driving home one day and I was seeing this like really good runner and they were like running really fast. And I was like, man, I'm so glad I'm not running right now. <laughs> And I had that thought, and then I it made me happy. <laughs> so I'm so sorry I'm ruining the the runningness of this podcast. But I don't think I'll run very much. I think if I do run, it'd be like five k's or like maybe ten k's. But yeah, after the six hours, I was like, okay, I'll take a break. I'll take a break. I'll take a break. And then now it's been almost two months and still on a break <laughs> that's but, it's totally all right yeah i mean i enjoy it still like yeah if you're with in the right mindset it's a good and you got the right movie soundtrack yeah the right movie soundtrack <laughs> yeah yeah i uh i really and like i really enjoy running and like training i was training to run a marathon i'm in 12 hours this summer and then i got that foot issue and so i couldn't run um but like doing that training was fun or enjoyable in a certain way and then like running with the learn to run route group again um up until i had to stop because of the same foot issue was enjoyable um and i think it's that social aspect of like the community that i'm involved in but also like having the feeling that i'm like healthy enough to be able to go out and do that activity and um it's a fun way like in my in my own head to do something active and get out is is really nice so once I figure out my foot issue and I figure out all of my problems, um, I'm really hoping to continue it and to keep it going. But yeah. So as seasoned Yellowknife runners, at what temperature do you just say, dad, I'm not coming with you today? Oh, I don't know if I even did a bunch of winter running. I think like, I don't know. It depends on like how fast you want to go is the thing. Like I, done a run in December and that was more of a walkish because like by the time it gets into the minus 20s you're like you're not going out even as an average person you're not going to go out without a neck warmer and a coat and boots on mm -hmm. but I feel like feel like minus 10 is the cutoff and that's like pushing it like that's like oh crap I need to get a run in and it's minus 10 outside and I know it's going to get colder tomorrow <laughs> And because then by the time you get past minus 10, the amount of gear you have on is just weighing you down too much that it's too much of a struggle. You got to strike when the weather is just right. Yeah. Yeah. And running in Halifax, there must be some nice routes to potentially run along. Did you find any or do you discover yeah. some neat neighborhoods in your runs? It was actually really nice because uh, Dave and Ashley came up and visited while I was over at university. Um, and we went to Point Pleasant Park and that was, I hadn't been there yet. And so that was a really nice, like just adventure running around there. Um, it, there's enough of trails where you can like turn and like, unless you run every day there where you start to memorize everything, but you can kind of like turn down the trails and 
have some fun with where you're going and still be in like a naturey area in the middle of the city. So that was that was a fun run too. That's yeah. quite a nice area. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite run or a personal favorite route around town or anything? I um, it's a pretty standard one that we do, but it's um. Depends on where you started from. I guess we usually started from Javaroma and then you go down that street and then you go through like what we call Jiggy Jag Alley and then you like come up and do like the Rikon and the Con loops and then you like run back up by the pool. And um, when I was first starting to get into running, that was usually the loop that we did because it was easy. There was a lot of like bail points to get back home if I ever wanted to be like, nice. no, we're not going to like do that. Yeah. Um, and now it's just like a staple in the in the running community of like oh yeah we're gonna go do this route and a lot of people know about it mm-hmm. i like how everyone calls it jiggy jag alley it, yeah <laughs> i am guessing it's not the exact name but that's what everyone refers to it as yeah. everyone knows exactly what you mean yeah mm-hmm. well i'll have to get if we only had like an expert mapper to change the name on that <laughs> well it's amazing to look at the heat maps and some of the running apps there and you have this yeah through jiggy jag alley <laughs> um a lot of um sort of color in that area one thing i do want to ask is do you have any tips for anyone doing the ultra next year i would say don't do what i did oh i thought you were gonna say don't do it (laughs) (laughs) don't do what i did don't pretend ultra twa marketing department (laughs) don't do just don't do no what to do um don't like just sign up and then not train for it i think it's something that you do need to train for um, to a certain extent and whether like that can be as little as you want, but if you keep up like an average regular running schedule of like once a week or twice a week and at least have that as a minimum so that you don't go into the event and like surprise yourself of being like, oh, it's like more than an hour. And like, this is how I feel after running more than an hour. Like, yeah. That is something that really takes some training to build up to mm-hmm. like even to go if you haven't run over 10 kilometers for a while even getting up to 15 like that's a huge jump yeah and then when you think of like an entire six hour block that's it's quite a jump from like a, a 30 minute run the, the rule of thumb i always hear is like to increase your mileage by no more than 10 percent a week so if you're running 20 kilometers a week the next week you should do no more than 22. Mm-hmm. So to go from like a half hour run a week to six hours, that's that's quite a jump. Yeah. The couch to six hour (laughs) run. It's a a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, I had like hip issues with it and I'm like, oh, this is out of nowhere. And I'm like, no, it's not out of nowhere. It's because you're, you're doing that and you're like going from like running short distances where you're, which you're used to doing. And then like running two hour runs on a different surface that you're not used to at all. And like, yeah, it's, yeah be tough uh and any other advice uh, what to stay away from or what to any preferred snacks hmm really like applesauce that's a preferred snack yeah you had um, that during the, the race yeah like those go-go squeezes that was good um tip wise i mean i did the free bird and i planned really last minute my routes and so that kind of like i wasn't in the right mindset to like no, this is where I'm going. This is what I'm doing. And then after I do this, I'll do this sort of thing. So, I mean, if you're doing the track, it's a pretty easy route. It's just a circle. But I had a lot of trouble, like, knowing where to go 
And I ended up doing the bypass road twice. And then I like turned back the second time. I don't know. It was it was pretty confusing. But so that's my advice. Plan okay. your routes. Would, would you have done the track if you were to redo it? Or would you just still mm -hmm. stick to the Freebird option and just have uh, more of a like, uh, planned out route? I don't know if I could have done the track. I feel like I would have gotten really bored or distracted or seen all these other really great runners running really fast and thinking I could run that fast. I'm off the trip. Then... <laughs> They've been tripping. <laughs> it probably would have made me run faster, but then inevitably slower because I would have burnt myself out. So I think. For me personally, the Freebird was more the way to go, but I can definitely see the the pros of doing it on the on the track. Yeah, the the mental challenge of being on the track is just as much as is the physical challenge, like mm -hmm. which is why you have to get into that zone out zone, like as quick as you possibly can, which is I think why those podcasts help because I didn't really care about the storyline, but it wasn't music that I heard all the time. So it wasn't predictable of being like, oh, I know this song is coming mm -hmm. and I know how this song goes and I know what they're saying here. So it was easy to just like disappear into your own mind and like tune in every once in a while. Like I think though I really enjoy the cheers every single lap, that's also a struggle because they like bring you back into that reality of being like, oh, there's people watching me. And then you have like a lap and then you get back into it and then they cheer and you're like, oh, there's... And like it's like this weird like so it's a it's a dance to like get into that zone and like to ignore everything else happening around you. We go into the time machine and we send you off into a few years. And what do you want to tell the future twas about what they need to know about the running experience? I think I would tell myself to take it slow and to be patient right now. I'm recovering from an injury and I'm frustrated because it's not recovering at the speed that I want it to recover. And I think I just need to like let myself to like be patient and to know that eventually it'll all be solved. And hopefully in a few years, we are back to running regularly and normally. Yeah. Nice. I think for me, um, coming off of like the 35 kilometers, it's pretty hard to like get back into like running 5Ks. It almost feels discouraging. Like the like such a far step back from like how far I ran. So probably just telling myself that you can get back into it without running a lot and that, yeah. Nice. And now I feel bad for Dave because he has to now invest in the happy feet time machine. <laughs> <laughs> Our research department is working on it. Yes. <laughs> That's why Cam couldn't make it today. <laughs> He's busy <laughs> working on that. Well, when we do get in Mantis, he will be able to come back. Exactly. <laughs> oh, there he is now. <laughs> Welcome, Grace and Alice, to the bonus round. Or, uh, if you're not familiar with the bonus round, Greg and I are going to ask you 10 rapid fire questions. You have to answer them as quickly as you can. And at the end of the round, we'll check with the judges to see whether you get the points or not. Okay, is it like individually answer? Do we have to answer at the same time? Or is it like, do we have an order where Grace will answer first and then I will answer? Two people before. 
Well, that's the thing. You, you can just point to one or the other. Do you, or do they both have to answer the question or do they only have to each answer alternating questions? It's like is the that? dating game there. You hold up the card. They both said. Um, yeah. Family feud, are you in a family feud style? <laughs> they both said bok choy as their favorite running vegetable. <laughs> first question too yeah <laughs> let's uh we'll we'll rotate we'll start yeah. with grace first and okay. alice and the next question will be alice and grace okay are you ready yeah yeah seven o'clock i'm yeah i've yeah. I've, I've got <laughs> the gong ready to go there do you want to go first or do you want me to yeah uh, you start dave and then i'll be um ready in the wings what is your preferred running shoe or your current running shoe i do not know. <laughs> I'm unaware. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's okay. I also don't know the brand of mine, but they are a light green and they have a really high heel back. And the person at the running room where I bought them from um, said that color didn't matter, but it was the most important factor in choosing the shoe. So it is a lime green, awesome shoe. Nice. Mine are purple. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yes. Um, if you could run with any celebrity, Ooh. Dead or alive, who would you choose? Mm. We'll start with Alice. Um, I don't know. It'll be. I feel like going for a run with someone like Ryan Reynolds would be hilarious to go for a run with. Yeah, I would choose him. I think I'm gonna go with Harry Styles just because you know who doesn't want to go for a run with Harry Styles. That was Dave's choice as well, ironically <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, and I don't even. Earphones, he just sings the whole way. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, what is what is your favorite distance to run? Um, I like a good 8K. I will top it off with a 5K. Get it done in an hour and you're set. Yeah. If you could have any type of race come to Yellowknife, what kind of fun or exotic race do you think would be really cool to have happen in Yellowknife? I want one of those miles where like you have like pizza every mile or like a cupcake every mile or a kilometer or something. Those would be fun. Nice. I think I could get into that as well. <laughs> I can just do that tomorrow. <laughs> I believe we already have it, like the mud run, but like not with glitter, but I think they throw chalk or something like mm. those color runs. I think oh. those would be pretty cool. Mm. Nice. Uh, I guess I'm up here. Uh, so, uh, when you are away, if uh, Aaron and Cam were to visit, would you charge them a run tax? Mm. And what would you make them run? Uh, I guess so, you know, a little revenge, but <laughs> probably only a 5k so that I also wouldn't have to run a 10k as well. <laughs> I can stick to the okay. Yeah, I support that opinion. I see it as only fair as we are made to go on runs on vacation. So, yeah. Yes. And so we talked about podcasts and music. So if you had to have that one song or artist, um, it might be Harry Styles, it might be someone else that you just need to motivate you to just complete that run or start that run. Do you have a song or an artist that would really inspire you to run? faster and get you motivated i like um the unlikely candidates has some good songs i think one of their ones called novocaine um i really like i can't remember the other band um but uh 
yeah, I think I, I think I would want to hear that song. As much as I love, you know, the vibey tunes, I feel like Arctic Monkeys are like the best way, like in any circumstance, just to like get you pumped up and you're like, yes, let's go. So. I'm not expecting that. <laughs> uh, what's what is your favorite post race treat? Um, anytime I'm on a run, I always think, "Man, I really want ice cream." Like, I'm gonna get ice cream after this, and then I never end up getting ice cream. So I'd say just like a nice long shower and like a good nap, but imagining ice cream in my mind. Yeah. And as part of the hard-hitting journalism, the next question is, what's the oh, best? Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, um, no, I think um, McDonald's is always nice. After, like, a long, like, accomplishing run, McDonald's is a nice one. Chicken nuggets. Yes. Okay, so this is a biting question. Uh, as we, uh, <laughs> um, what color socks are best to run in? Oh, see, I'm boring. I just, I have my favorite pair of socks are black. They have some purple on them, but they're black socks. Nice. Black socks never get dirty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mine are also black, but they're Puma socks. They're solid, solid choice. Well, they're accumulating a lot of these um, sort of bonus bucks here and there. Do you have enough in the bag? <laughs> <laughs> you might need an IOU. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What is the best time of day to run? After lunch, like not afternoon where like everyone's out getting lunch and like they're driving around but like afterwards when no one's out you know it's a good time like two o'clock <laughs> i'm a i'm a after work ish kind of time because you're already out and you're already doing things and then as soon as you come home you want to like put on the pajamas and like veg on the couch so after work get it done for the day and then yeah um besides the obvious choices of your parents um aaron and cam who besides them has been part of your inspirational journey of running? Oh, um, Judy Ma has been really awesome to run with. Um, she and uh, Darren, her partner, will get us out on like walks or runs a lot. And it's been really fun to get to know them through running because um, dad got to know Darren through running. And so... It's been nice to get to know them and, and they take us out on like cool places all the time. Yeah. I don't run with anyone. So <laughs> I, I guess myself. Nice. Very self-centered, however, <laughs> can be taken motivationally. Um, I am my biggest inspiration. Nice. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I, I can see the poster of yourself <laughs> hanging in your bedroom. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> consult with the judges it's a tie <laughs> so, so you'll you'll have to split the points okay. and uh five points each mm -hmm. uh, you can do with them whatever um i think cam might even have a few blind a uh, few points lying around okay. see if he has any spare ones but they're yours to do it with whatever you want he has a box of prizes somewhere in the basement <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you very much. It was a great chat. We're, yeah, we're happy to have you. And thanks for uh, letting us get to chat about running. Yeah, no, <laughs> thanks for inviting us on. Yeah, thank you. Cheers. <laughs>